Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. I got snapped in the dick. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> Hey everyone, my balls are snapped! (laughs) Hi and welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our shared childhood. My name is Amy and I'm a proud Gen Xer, born in 1977. And I'm her sister Jenny, born in 1974. What up, Jen? I'm back. Welcome back from your three-week hiatus. (laughs) It was. I don't think it was three weeks. Felt like a month, but it felt also also like three days. It felt like a month to me as well. Like a glorious month, nice and quiet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was on the plane yesterday coming back, and there was three kids sitting behind me who were unusually quiet. I didn't even realize there was three of them back there. Three boys. Mm They start acting up after we pulled into the gate. Were, and, were you know, their like, names all, Myron and Rupert? <laughs> no, they were all getting up. Like, you know, we were all getting up and getting our stuff and they started fighting. And the younger one was telling the mom, he's calling me a baby about the older one. <laughs> the older <laughs> one's going, well, stop acting like a baby then. <laughs> wow. And I just like exchanged looks with the older one. Like, I got you. I understand. He's like, yeah, if like, you weren't acting like such a baby all the time, I wouldn't say you were acting like a baby. I wouldn't call you a baby. It's wow. Okay. And the little, the youngest one's like, eh, mom. So the oldest one awful. was a dick bag. No, the oldest one was just stating the obvious, which mm-hmm. is the kid is acting like a baby. Mm-hmm. Jenny, have you started watching The Last Kingdom yet? All right, so I put it on the other night after I realized that I was done with Succession, mm-hmm. and um, it was the night I returned, mm-hmm. and I watched twenty minutes of it, and fell asleep because I was so exhausted. <laughs> so I have not. It see, I liked it. Yeah. I only saw like twenty, but I was just so tired. I just fell right to sleep. Thank Timmy God. and I are so deep into it. Over yesterday, it was guys. It is April eighteenth here, and they're calling for six inches of snow tonight. Are you kidding me? No. Mm-mm. Wow, it's getting like. Crazy uh, so there. all weekend it was really shitty and it rained so we were in the house we watched eight hours of it i came back to pouring rain i'm trying to open my door i have like 10 suitcases it's pouring rain i didn't see a drop of rain for 17 days <laughs> yep yep um it's so good i'm going to just say this right now it's so good that it is fulfilling i'm not comparing it but it's filling the Game of Thrones void for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Big time. 
Um, and I love that it's semi-historical. Like, it's based on real characters. Speaking of things you like, did you see somebody post at the Mimi Beast today some picture of Michael Landon? I Landon's? can't even talk about it. <laughs> From, it's, like, the 70s. He's, like, all tan and gross. shit. That is triggering for me. It's not Did you hot. like it? Not hot. Not hot? No. Not hot. <laughs> nope. Paris Hilton says, not hot. Mm. I right. also got some feedback somewhere. You have to understand when I'm traveling, I'm just seeing things on my phone, passing by. I don't know like if it's in the group, if it's in the reviews. Like I'm, I just see, see stuff coming at me. Upload and the there wrong was, files. There was, I did do that. <laughs> there was somebody... That was saying they were a millennial listening to us. Yes, that's you one see of that? our reviews. I love it so much. I don't even oh, think I... it's millennial. I think they said Gen Z. Oh, well, we're, I mean, we're soulmates with Gen Z. I feel like they see us. <laughs> <laughs> um, if they were millennials, I'd be really impressed because I feel like we're a little different than millennials. But, you know, we welcome all at Gen X. This is why. They're pretty much like, I don't even know what this shit show is, but I started watching <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't believe television was so bad. <laughs> um, Jenny, today we have three new patrons, and I would like to make a statement and an accusation. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Join Patreon so Amy can accuse you of shit. Okay. So our new patrons are Sarah, Amy C, and Tammy. Okay. We love you. Thank you. Welcome. Happy to have you here. We had somebody quit, so we are going backwards towards our 100. And I'm convinced <laughs> it's because of your lackluster performance on our most recent Golden Girls episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, I listened to that the other. No, did that even air? Has that aired? <laughs> yes, it aired the 15th. Yeah, I was like out mm-hmm. of it. I was so jet lagged. That's the one you put the wrong file up of. Well. That makes that falls mm-hmm. that tracks. So as long as Jenny's going to keep losing patrons, okay, <laughs> turning patrons nothing, off <laughs> has nothing to do with no one wants to hear Amy's Variety Hour. <laughs> has nothing to do with that. We're going to get to ninety nine, and the Mimi's are all going to get together and be like, "We got to quit this guy. We can't let this happen. <laughs> we can't let her do this to herself." All right, so today we are looking at Little House on the Prairie, Season 7, Episode 14, The Nephews. Do you have a description, Jenny? I do. Okay. This was gold, in my opinion. I told Jenny, the opening scene alone is worth the price of admission for this shit show. While Amonzo is eager to start a family with Laura, she is not ready to give up her teaching career just yet. He is determined to change Laura's mind, so he offers to care for his brother Royal's two young sons while he and his wife are on vacation. This proves to be an unfortunate mistake. Hey, everyone, I'm an idiot! (laughs) (laughs) Shocking. I realize that any episode where Almanzo gets his is just brings me pure bliss. Like, I am giddy over this today. So get ready, guys. Get ready for the energy I'm bringing today. Right. Because I'm giddy. Giddy. Oh, did I tell you about the mattress swap? Oh, you told me. I don't even want to hear this story again. Do I have to? Am I going to be forced to listen to this again? So Timmy and I swapped our mattress with the one from downstairs, which we call Jenny's room, which is a brand new mattress that has almost never been slept on, except when her COVID ass had to stay there for a week. Um, So our mattress is getting kind of old. So I thought, instead of buying a new one, let's just swap it out. 
Ew. So now I have to sleep on the old crusty mattress? Timmy and I slept on that mattress for one night and almost got divorced. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It was like, it reminded me of Jack and Rose trying to fit on the door in the Titanic. Like, it was a board we were sleeping on. We just kept tossing and turning and tossing and turning. The next day we got up, our backs were hurting. Timmy's neck was like in traction. Good job, guys. Yeah. So guess what? We switched them back. When did you do that? Like 6 a.m. this morning? Yesterday. So uh, we didn't get divorced, but it was close. And we, you know. There are certain events that always put you near divorce for me it was always putting the air conditioners in the windows mm, yeah i could see of that. the fourth floor above the street in new york city i could see that i could see that because the stakes are high when you're doing that yes i agree <laughs> and it's very stressful just on a good day well you and know, it's all you always wait till it's 80 degrees to do it giving timmy my word that this would be a better night's sleep and then almost Oof. like killing him <laughs> that probably didn't help guys it was like a brick how do you sleep on that jenny i was totally fine i can sleep i like sleep in a coffin at home so that's true okay all right so today we're looking at the nephews here we go ready we open on a scene a city scene and the office of royal wilder okay i'm pausing because i'm waiting for your reaction to royal wilder why am I reacting to him? I don't know. <laughs> is his younger brother Manly? Of course, the younger yes. brother is Manly. Of course, yes. Manly is the younger brother. I feel for this guy. I wanted you to do an index card. Is this guy real? Oh, I don't know. I don't give oh, a shit. Jesus I did a much Christ. better index card than Royal Wilder. <laughs> Royal and his wife are chilling in peace. When their sons come in and start running around like psychopaths, then one starts choking Royal. <laughs> I was triggered. I wrote to Jenny at this point. I'm like, you're going to love this so much. Royal is going, Rupert, please don't choke me. <laughs> <laughs> and the mother's like, we have to let their creativity free or something, yeah. she said. Yeah. Don't yell at the boys. You're not allowed to say no to the boys, the mother says. It no. stunts their creative growth. Jen, I wrote, is this Rupert Murdoch? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so Royal's like, all right, go ahead. Choke me, I guess. I don't know. So the kid is literally, guys, I'm not talking like, ha ha, choking. I'm talking hands around. Murder. Choking. Murder. <laughs> like, like legit murder. So Royal walks over to the wife when the kids leave the room and he's like, can we get the fuck away from this, please? Like, the, and all you hear in the background is the kids running around, they're breaking shit. And one kid I thought was a little Danny Bonaducci, but it wasn't him. These kids are nobodies. <laughs> Like, they don't grow up and do anything spectacular. The wife reluctantly agrees to go on a three-day river trip, which I have a lot of thoughts about this. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Jenny, what is a river trip? Okay, so funny you ask. Mm -hmm. When we were at the Grand Canyon this past week, Mm -hmm. we were told about a 14-day river trip. Nope. That you get on in, I guess, near Las Vegas somewhere, Mm -hmm. and you travel down the Colorado River, and you camp and stuff, and you have no cell phone service, and you just, like, survive with your guide. Nope. All the way down, 14 days down to, I guess, Flagstaff or wherever the river ends. I don't know. No. Mm -mm. Would you do that? I'm thinking about it. With no cell phone? I know. I'm thinking about it. I need to... 
I need to see this happen. I need to put. I'll mail you postcards. <laughs> I'll mail you postcards of Carl's Juniors. Jimmy, I'll just draw them. You know that I <laughs> I sent you the epic postcard of hi from Interstate eighty one, right? During COVID. During COVID, I'm yep. still looking for the next postcard that I'm sending you. I was talking with mom. We went through some options. I don't know if I could ever top that. <laughs> I don't know if we could ever top that. I'm just going to keep posting pictures I took of Carl's Jr.'s in the okay in the Mimi piece. That's fine. We're, I took one in Flagstaff, too. We're good with that. Okay, so Royal is desperate to find a babysitter. And he literally says, I'm not making this up, but he literally says, who is dumb enough to watch these kids? <laughs> well, that's just it. All their babysitters quit. And he's like, who's an idiot? Oh, what? my younger brother. Wait, no, no, no. The one babysitter quit. The other one's like in a home. I think the kids <laughs> drove her to like mental illness. And he's like, who's dumb enough? My younger sibling. Jen, I'll tell you who's dumb enough. Hey, everyone, it's Manly. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, my younger sibling is an idiot. And I feel seen. <laughs> So Manly, now we cut to Manly and he's reading a telegram from Royal and Millie and he's like, they're visiting, they're visiting and they're bringing the boys. It's so, the way that they troll him is amazing. I'm here for it. So Manly heads over to Nellie's and she's watching Benjamin, Harriet is watching Benjamin and Jennifer. Do you notice she still calls Almanzo El- Del Mazzo or whatever? She still can't say Alfonso, I don't know. <laughs> Harriet makes a remark. Did you get this? She's talking about her grandchildren, right? Mm-hmm. And Manly's like, oh, Ben really eats well. And she's like, well, he's Jewish like his father and he eats a oh. lot. Now I have a question. Oh, my God. Harriet, when she was um, being all anti-Semitic last episode, made a similar comment. Is there some kind of like that I'm not aware of? Is there some kind of horrible stereotype with Jewish people and food? I I am unaware of that, but apparently. I'm unaware of it too. Guys, let us know if like you've heard this or if it's a thing. Because I don't know if Michael Landon at this point is just inventing new It's just making stuff up. New slurs. I, I don't know. <laughs> wow. It's really interesting. So Harriet re- makes the remark about Ben being Jewish, eating a lot. Elmanzo then heads home and tells Laura. We're getting company and they start panic cleaning. Remember panic cleaning? Yes. It was like Oh yeah. It All was like when you knew dad was coming home and your room was trashed. And or when st- mom's coming to visit me, my grown ass forty <laughs> something self in New York City. I have to panic clean my apartment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Almanzo stops in the middle of cleaning to pressure Laura into having a baby. <laughs> and she tells him no, dude, I want to teach for a few more years. And Manly's like, I can help you. You won't have to quit teaching. Wow, he got super progressive all of a sudden. Yeah, right. That's not going to happen. He went from, it's me or your father, to, <laughs> to like, hey, you could be a working mom and I'll help you out. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. That's not going to happen. Laura knows that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. He's like, you just wait until Royal and Millie get here with their boys and I'll show you how easy it is to have kids. Oh, yeah. Piece of cake. Now we see Royal, Millie, and the boys, and they're on a picnic. And Royal yells to them, hey, Myron, Rupert, come here and get your lunch. And the wife's like, stop yelling at the boys. Oh, my God. There's a real problem with this parenting. And this is so heavy-handed Michael Landon right here. Because Michael Landon 
totally came from that school where he believed that the next generation of parents were too soft on their kids. Like I could see him right this. So he's not yelling at them, obviously. Then they literally, he runs over to them to get them. They start beating the shit out of him. I'm just so glad you didn't have boys. I'm so glad I didn't have boys either. Oh my God. When I saw this, I was just like, thank God. Don't get me wrong. I am in the throes of living with two teenage girls. And let me tell you something. It might be the thing that puts me over the deep end. (laughs) Amy is like, she's she's on a journey right now. Guys, let me walk you through just the first two hours of my morning. I get up. I come out here. They've drank all my creamer. So I have to have my oh. coffee like black with just sugar. Oh. And now they're insisting on taking baths in my bath, which I have a nice clawfoot tub. They're taking baths in that right on the side of the other side of this wall, Jenny, right here. And they're like playing their iPad and shit and running water and I'm trying to record. Nice. I'm like, when do, when can I just live by myself? Just me and Tim. Yeah, right. Yeah. So anyway, so they're beating the shit out of Royal and he decides he's going to bribe them with a nickel to behave at Almanzo's. Yeah, right. But they're not, they're not doing it for a nickel, Jen. They demand a silver dollar. They negotiate up. Mm -hmm. These boys are cute. They're just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I feel like they should hang out with Willie. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they could Mm -hmm. get into some trouble. I think they're way worse than Willie. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. I think Willie can learn some stuff from them. Almanzo and Laura meet the stagecoach and the boys immediately start their shit. They're just being assholes the entire time. Back at the house, Royal and Millie are there two seconds, two seconds, when this sucker, Manly, suggests they watch the boys. <laughs> so they can go on there. So they can go on their romantic, I have river cruise slash date slash honeymoon thing. Now, Laura, I will say, is immediately sus. Oh, yeah, of course. She doesn't like these boys. They give off an energy. She's Jenny. They give off a vibe. Laura's like, I don't like this. <laughs> All right. So now we see Royal and Millie. They're leaving. But before they They're leave. Like, Later, suckers. <laughs> before they leave, Millie tells Laura Manley she doesn't want them yelling or spank- yelling at or spanking the kids. Oh, boy. Okay. Hey, everyone. Now spank your kids. <laughs> <laughs> The parents ride off and Laura and Almanzo sit the boys down to have breakfast. Jenny, Almanzo wants them to go to school. Thoughts on this? They're there three days. This is a vacation. Why are you going to put them in school for three days? That's going to just confuse everyone. Schools are not interchangeable. Not everyone is on the same curriculum. This isn't I can see if they were staying for three months. Sure. Yeah, this is not how school works, Almanzo. Like, I don't know what you're doing. He doesn't know him. He has no idea. So Laura, so they 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 lie to him and they're like, dude, we're not going to school. Like, we're on vacation from school. So then Laura leaves for work and Almanza's like, okay, boys, what do we want to do today? And Rupert suggests killing birds. Love this kid. On wow. the same page with this wow. kid. <laughs> totally legit. And Almanzo goes into this like uh birds are beautiful and they nope. sing and they kill nope. worms for nope. us and we like them and rupert's like we just want to open them up and see their guts holy wow, shit dark. <laughs> it's getting dark Almanzo's not equipped for this Almanzo has the mental capacity of like a nine-year-old he doesn't understand yeah. this darkness 
So later, Almanzo's chopping wood, right? Is that what he's doing? He's out there doing something. And he hears a commotion. The boys are jumping on the beds. Remember jumping on the bed? Oh, yeah. Timmy and I could have jumped on that mattress that we slept on two nights ago. I I want to see that. (laughs) We would have broken our ankles. (laughs) I want to see you and Timmy jumping on the bed and then laying all broken on the ground (laughs) around the bed. I would be afraid we would go through the floor. Right? I'm going to tell Timmy you said that about the house he built. (laughs) Timmy listens, so he's going to hear it. (laughs) Okay. So they're completely, they're just not listening. And there's this whole scene where Almanzo runs in. Oh my God, you broke the bed. And he's saying to the other kid, Myron, go to the barn and get me a hammer and some nails. I got to fix this bed. He's going to fix it like on site, I guess, like right now while the kid's jumping on it. So Myron runs out there and he starts screaming help. Almanzo runs out there only to discover Myron's a huge dick bag. (laughs) 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 He warns them of the boy who cried wolf and then they trip him and laugh at him. I have an index card. What is the story of the boy who cried wolf? Oh, good one. The boy who, do you know where it comes from? No. The boy who cried wolf is one of Aesop's fables. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. From it, from it derives the English idiom to cry wolf, defined as to give false alarm. The tale concerns a shepherd boy who repeatedly tricks nearby villagers into thinking a wolf is attacking his town's flock. When a wolf actually does appear and the boy again calls for help, the villagers believe that it is another false alarm and the sheep are eaten by the wolf. In a later English language poetic version of the fable, the wolf also eats the boy. <laughs> wait a minute. I kind of like wait, that. Wait, wait, back up. <laughs> Walk me through that one again. So in a later version, a uh, poetic, quote unquote mm-hmm. poetic like version that. of the fable, the wolf also eats the boy. Wow. The story dates from classical times, but since it was recorded only in Greek and not translated into Latin until the 15th century, there was no agreed upon title. And some of the some of the in some of the transient titles were of the child which kept sheep, oh. the boy who lied, of the herd boy and farmers, a boy in false alarms, <laughs> <laughs> the shepherd boy and the wolf. Teachers have used the fable as a cautionary tale about lying. However, an educational experiment in the aughts, the 21st century aughts, the aughts that just happened, Mm -hmm. suggested that reading The Boy That Cried Wolf increases a child's likelihood of lying. Oh. Okay. (laughs) While George Washington's and the Cherry Tree decreases dramatically a child's um, likelihood of lying. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder why. I don't know. I didn't dive into that. It's too long for an index card. Are we gonna? So maybe have, you could do some independent research on that. Eh? I'm gonna have you as a guest on Amy's Variety Hour. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Aesop's fables. <laughs> All right, Jenny. So later, Laura comes home. It's like she's had a day, guys. We know how teaching is, right? She's had a fucking day. She comes home. Not only does she have to come home to Manly, but she comes home and the boys are putting on a play. So you have to. If any parents here have ever sat through their kids' plays, you get where I'm coming from. I mean, our parents (laughs) sat through the worst plays. 
They sat through Grease like 600 times. So she comes in. She's got to deal with this shit. Her kid, the kids come downstairs. They're dressed as natives, Native Americans. And this is cultural appropriation. Not only is it cultural appropriation, but it is animal abuse because they have literally plucked the feathers <laughs> from the chickens. I just wrote, oh my God, they're covered in feathers. Oh my God, they plucked them from the chickens. Oh my God, are the chickens okay? Well, I'm not the only one who thought this because Laura and Manley go flying outside to the chicken coop. Yes. And there's the chickens. They're alive, thankfully. But they're all plucked bald. And I just wrote, who would do this? That's insane. Because could you And they're imagine, like, you wrecked our play. <laughs> could you imagine the time involved in plucking a feather from the chicken? Have, this is the problem with kids have nothing to do. Jenny, did I tell you about the other day I was telling mom? I was brushing my hair and I put the brush down. There was a feather in the brush. Okay. I'm Are you turning bird? Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Are you turning harpy eagle? I don't know what happened. That's like the time the M&M fell out of my bra and I just ate it. <laughs> yeah, no idea where it came from. <laughs> nice. Okay. So Manly storms back into the house and he's manhandling the boys and he throws them into his room. Into their rooms. I'm sorry. Well, that took a turn. He sends them to bed without supper. This was a thing. Starvation as punishment was a thing. Oh, God. Like, go to bed without supper? Okay. So, Manly and Laura are eating, and Rupert comes down, and he whispers to Manly, something's wrong with Myron. I think he's dead. Almanza goes flying up there. (laughs) Myron's just laying on the floor, passed out. Now, Myron is the older kid. Mm -hmm. He's the older brother. So, he's the real evil behind everything. Okay. Yeah. He's just using Rupert as a tool. He's really executing the evil plans. Yeah, okay. So he's laying on the floor, fake passed out. And Myron says, uh, Rupert says, Myron has a serious condition in which he's not supposed to go without a meal. So Manly runs back down to get food. He's telling Laura this. Laura is, mm -mm. Laura's not falling for this shit. Manly has fallen for this shit hook, line, and sinker. Laura grew up with Carrie. She's like, look, I understand siblings can be real dumb and real just real <laughs> evil i mean she had mary she had albert she had yeah. carrie i mean come on so manly runs back up there he's feeding him of course they're lying the minute he runs out of the room they're like Ooh. of course now we cut to millie and royal and they are on speaking of the titanic door they're on a raft <laughs> the size of the titanic door Floating down a river. These scenes, I took a video just to put in the Mimi Bees. This scene was so weird. What did you think of this scene? It's super weird. Guys, Here, here's the setting. I'm going to describe it best I can. There's a raft made of logs, right? It's a wooden raft. The size of the Titanic door. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, Rupert is like it's a little bigger than that because they both can fit comfortably on it. They could have both fit on that door in Titanic. Okay, well. Rupert is lying... (sighs) In what looks like fully striped pajamas. I feel like there's a whole, I think he has like a seersucker suit on or some kind of like, or was it, wait, no, it wasn't seersucker. It was some kind of like bathing thing, right? I think so. But it looks like striped pajamas. I feel like there's a whole school philosophy on could Jack have fit on the door in the Titanic. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, Millie is lying next to him. They're laying on their backs, staring up at the sky. Millie yeah, is lying next to him in a full dress. I mean, I feel like that was probably a swimsuit. Yeah, but it looked like a full dress. Well, I mean, yeah, you know how Puritan they are. Now, it's so clearly shot in a studio where there is like a, a yeah. PA just moving the raft mm-hmm. up and down with his hand in the corner. Okay. <laughs> there is another PA strategically placed to just squirt water on their faces every two or three minutes. So they're trying to have this conversation and they're just getting squirted with water. It is nice. the weirdest thing I have ever seen. They are in, it, they're supposed to be in what? The Colorado River? They're supposed to be in a river. Okay. Not the Colorado, I don't think. Well, where are they? Minnesota. So what river's out there? I don't know. The Missouri? Is that out there? The Mississippi's out there somewhere. Pause. Let me pull up. Oh, God. Everyone from the Midwest is, like, coming for us. We're back. Okay. By car, it would be two hours. So, they probably took the train. So, I'm thinking they're on the Mississippi River. Okay. Which starts in... The Indigo Girls song. The Indigo Girls song. Mississippi River, which starts in Minnesota. Minnesota. (laughs) All right. um, So I'm thinking they're on the Mississippi River. It looks like they're in. Do you remember the shopping malls in the 80s had the fountains in the middle? 
Yeah. You would throw the coins in and they were like a foot deep and you could see the bottom yeah. clearly. That's what it looks like they're in. Mississippi River. Okay. That might be where they are. So they're floating down the river. She says, Millie says she misses the boys, but Royal's like, nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Royal has legit PTSD from raising these children. Yes, he does. He does. So he's saying, look, we need our vacation without them. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I miss them. Whatever. Cut back to the farm. There's a rooster crowing and Almanza wakes up with a renewed sense of purpose. He thinks today's the day I'm going to get through to the boys. (laughs) Nope. Then he realizes the boys filled his slippers with honey. I would go bananas. I would murder them. I I would would go to Banana Town. Would you go to Banana Town on that? (laughs) Amy would go to Banana Town. You put honey in her slippers. Jenny, what would you Next time I'm there, I'm putting honey in your slippers. What would you do if Samantha and Penelope put honey in your slippers? I'd go to Banana Town. No question. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be on the first train to Banana Town. (laughs) So, Jen, in a wild move... Manly announces he and Laura are heading out for the days, the day, and the boys are going to be left alone. They're just like, burn the house down. We don't even care. I don't. What is this? Like, what is this? He says, you can stay alone, but you need to do something productive. So they decide they're going to build a tree house. And Almanzo sets them up with lumber and he leaves. (laughs) Good luck, kids. Bye. Laura and Almanzo are coming home now and the boys greet them and they say that they built the house, but they want... They want to paint it tomorrow. And they're stomping all over Laura's vegetables. Back on the river cruise, Millie is concerned that Almanzo might yell at the boys. And Royal says, you know what? Who cares if he does? It could be good for them. And she says, says, but the boys are creative and they dance and they sing and they paint. Oh, God. Okay. And Royal tells her painting all the windows in the house black is not art. Jenny? Uh, I disagree with that. <laughs> I will challenge him on that. Jenny, I feel like you would have an art show where the windows are like I had that. Black. I feel like I mm-hmm. had that project. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wrote Jenny's probably dated someone who's done this. Had black windows. Oh, definitely. In house. Um, Those trash bags hanging on the windows count. <laughs> he then says if they if he was singing the songs they sing, he would have had his mouth washed out with soap. Then he says to her. Let's cuddle. What was that? <laughs> when they're talking. That and was so she, random. She cuddles up to him. Whatever. Back at the farm, Almanzo can't wait to see this treehouse. So he sneaks out to see the treehouse. Now, it appears that the boys have taken the outhouse and put it in a tree. <laughs> So I wrote, now what? Does Manly have to take a shit just out in the free woods here? Like, what does he yep. do? That's correct. The next day we see smoking Hot Paw. He's oh, come over God. to fix this. Well, and, because of course Elmanso had to call Pa. Yeah, what else would he do? He can't deal with this shit. What else would he do? I was thinking about the logistics of that. So, like, for example, we had to There's, call Timmy's it makes no brother sense. to come up and fix the mattress. Or to help us with the mattress, right? But that's just a phone call. What would you have to do here? Manly would have to get in his wagon, go all the way over to Paws, ask Paws Paw was driving by, maybe. No, you just don't drive by. They're off the beaten path. Maybe he drives by his kid's house. 
God, that sounds like my worst nightmare. I feel like I could see Dad doing that if we didn't have telephones. Like he'd just be I driving by. I never see Dad. I live in the same city as That's because we have a telephone. He never That's because we have telephones. <laughs> but if he didn't have a telephone, he'd be like driving around, poking in. Maybe. I don't know about that. So Paul's like, I'll help you get the fucking thing out of the tree. It takes two grown men to get this down. There's no way these kids got this How in the tree. Did these kids get There's this no up? way. There's no way. Thank you. So Almanzo asked for Paul's advice. Like, what am I going to do here? Paul's like, I don't know, but you better think of something. Because you're not going to have a house to come home to. So they're going to burn it down. All right. Now we see Lauren Almanzo taking the boys to church. They're, they're singing Bringing in the Sheaves, Jen. God, they're always singing that. Mm-hmm. Reverend Alden, good to see him again, welcomes the boys. <laughs> no, he's public enemy number one. <laughs> he welcomes the boys and Laura and Manly, and then the boys burp really loud. <clears throat> nice. Okay. Back on the Titanic door, Millie and Royal are living their best life. <laughs> He's like, I want to do this again next year. <laughs> Water like, thrown in gonna... their faces. He can barely talk. So he's like, we're not going to leave this raft ever. She says, they can't do it again next year, Jen, because she's pregnant. Oh, my God. And all you hear is a splash. Royal has dove into the mall fountain. He's done. <laughs> all right. So after church, they're going on a picnic. And Laura says through gritted teeth, why don't you guys go explore, a.k.a. get lost, motherfuckers. We get this little snippet where Myron says that he can't swim, and then they're playing by the pond, and suddenly Rupert comes over. Oh my god, Myron fell in the lake. Like, this is just getting repetitive at this point. Laura and Almanzo run over. They see Myron's shoe floating out there, and I don't know, assume it belonged to him? Assume he's sunk, yeah. They dive into the lake and guess what he's not he's in the tree laughing he's in the tree laughing laura decides she's gonna get a bucket of water and dump it over these fuckers head (laughs) good for laura and i think manly was like slightly like hey everyone i'm turned on by this (laughs) like like, wow (laughs) okay so later that night the boys get into a fight and they start food fighting i have to say if there's one thing i hate worse than kids fighting it's a mess. A mess being created in the fight. That oh, is... Oh, wow. Wow. Do your kids, like, start throwing food at each other? And no. Stuff? They they would they would be put to death. They know this. Wow. No way would okay. they do this. So, they're food fighting, and Laura grabs them, and she throws them in the room, and she's pissed. And she's like, I don't give a fuck if you fuckers die of starvation. You're in the rooms. <laughs> Downstairs, Manly tells her it's kind of hot when she's dumping water on them and yelling at oh, them. God, because of course Laura had to kick some ass and show them who's boss. True. The next day, Laura's working at the table, and the boys come down. They want to build a fire. I'm like, holy shit, no! Yeah. Holy what? Shit, what no. is this? What is this show? And these kids needed from the beginning fire. Let's oh, give them fire. She says no. Now she said. No, you may not build a fire outside, which I assumed meant they were going to build a fire inside. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Laura looks out the window later and she sees them building a fire. Like, they just don't even oh listen. My God. So she sneaks up on them and dumps water over their head again. Okay. In the barn. Now I need to talk about this. <laughs> In the barn, the boys find a mouse trap. Okay. <sighs> 
They put the mousetrap in the outhouse and Manly gets it. Now let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone. Where, snap. Where did Manly get snapped? I got snapped in the dick. You can't do it. <laughs> hey everyone, my balls are snapped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, did he sit down and got him in the taint? Did he sit down and got him <laughs> Probably stepped on it. Oh, would they be that? No, that's a novice move. You put that mousetrap on the seat. What seat? It's a, it has like a hole the in the ground. Of the hole. Oh, Lord. Right? You How tra- low are you? For, okay, a couple things with logistics here. <laughs> There's a hole dug in the ground. That's where you're taking a dump. Right, and you have the wooden platform over it with the hole dug out. Do they? Do we? Yes, we saw it. Okay. It's like a seat. Like okay. a bench, kind so of. So you with, put it there. With a hole. If I'm those kids, I... <laughs> Jenny's face. Gosh. If I'm those kids, I put that mousetrap right on the edge to get him right in the ball sack. Okay, no? great. Yeah, I mean, why not? Okay. I wrote, oh my God, what happened? Did his balls get trapped in the trap? <laughs> Later, Royal and Millie show up, and the boys are at the table, like, quietly writing in some notebooks, and Royal tells the boys, you've clearly been so good that I'm giving you each a silver dollar. Wow. Okay, you're, Royal, you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem, dude. Okay. So, Laura and Manley take Royal and Millie and the kids to the coach, but they're about 15 minutes early, so they decide to go in Nellie's and they have a slice of pie, except the boys who want to go see the horses, and I just wrote, oh, dear God, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. God, no. Now we see them all get on the coach, but the boys have unhooked the reins. And they oh my pull God. the driver off the coach. Like, that man could have been seriously injured. Oh, he definitely was seriously injured. <laughs> Guys, you know how high up the rider sits on the stagecoach? They pulled him face first off of that thing at the speed of horses pulling him. At the speed of horses pulling him? Yes. Okay. <laughs> So then we have a Laura voiceover, which I have expressed in the last few episodes. They are phoning it in with this. Yep. And it continues. It's I'm not even calling it a Laura voiceover. I'm calling it a Melissa Gilbert voiceover. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Melissa Gilbert tells us, I know it's hard to believe, but 20 years later, Rupert grew up to be a doctor and Myron a minister. And some folks don't believe in miracles. Ah. Oh. Gosh darn it. piece of shit episode. <laughs> oh, Chris Albert wrote it and Claxton directed it. What else did Chris Abbott write? Do we know? Okay. It's the same guy who wrote... What's his name, Jane? Chris Abbott? Chris Abbott. It's the same guy who wrote Olsen versus Olsen. Which oh, we God. said wasn't too, too bad. Yeah, that was right. the women's rights thing. Yeah. <clears throat> He's going to be writing a lot coming up. So get Great. ready. Okay. All right, Jenny, so at the end of every... Oh, first, let's do this. Whose fault is this? This is Almanzo's fault. Hey, everyone, I'm an asshole. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a stupid sucker who fell for this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. I agree with you. It's Manly who... You don't volunteer to babysit. You wait to be Fuck asked. No. And even Fuck then, no. you check some references on these kids. Yeah. He should know better than this. All right, Jenny, at the end of every episode, we look back on theme or a lesson, something we took from the rewatch or the original. Think about how it manifested itself in our psyche or in our lives, how we were scarred by it even. 
We called our why. It's designed to finish the sentence. Gen X, this is why. What is your why for this episode? So I'm not reflecting on anything about this. Oh. This is why Amy's kids are not coming to visit me in New York. <laughs> it's decided. My, I saw how this went. Okay. My kids do not act this way. They mm-hmm. know they would be dead. They would be dead. No. <laughs> Jenny, I wrote, this is why I'm grateful for the FBI's behavioral analysis unit because now we can spot psychopaths. Every, yeah, because those kids are clearly psychopaths. The things that these kids were doing are legitimate like traits that the BAU has discovered are shared amongst serial killers. Harming wow. animals with no remorse. Killing right. animals yes. just to see the insides of them. Yep. That's problematic. <laughs> Guys, Gen X pro tip. If your kid wants to hurt animals just to see what they look like inside. That's mm-mm. not good. Mm-mm. That's not good. Yeah. Start looking up your nearest military school because you got to get that kid out of your house. All right, Jenny. So why don't you tell everyone what's coming up next? Okay, we're doing season seven, episode 15, make a jo- joyful noise. I can't say that. So mm-hmm. going to keep messing that up. Former boxer Joe Kagan moves to Sleepy Eye and offers his assistance with the maintenance of the blind school while Adam and Houston are out of town. Joe is clearly in love with Hester Sue, but she refuses to get involved. Later, when she's unable to get through to a struggling student, Hester Sue questions her teaching abilities and ends up making foolish choices. Hmm. Oh, I love when somebody makes foolish choices. Are they going to Wimpy's Lake House? Foolish choices. No, Wimpy's out of town. <laughs> I'm out of my lake as a robot. <laughs> okay. All right, Jen, we're only two episodes away from Sylvia. I'm not looking forward to that. It's coming up. Uh, all right. Um, so, guys, if you haven't already, consider checking out our Patreon. We do two bonus episodes a month over there. We are putting out on the free feed. It might be out already. Not sure when you're going to hear this, but we're going to do just a 15-minute kind of preview for one of our Patreon episodes that we just did, which was Stand By Me, which I loved so much. Did you love it, Jenny? I loved it. It's a good movie. Can we... Is it too early to announce? No, it's not. I'm going to announce our anniversary edition. Okay. Jenny and I have decided that for our second anniversary, which is the end of June, correct? Around there? Correct. Yeah. We're doing Titanic, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) It does not fit in our time zone, and we don't care. We don't care. As you know, as you may have heard, while I was away, I I stumbled upon Titanic playing just on cable, Mm -hmm. and and I ended up not going out for dinner and and just ordering in that night Mm because I had to watch it. That there's two movies that do that to me. One is Titanic, of course. The other is Shawshank Redemption. No matter okay. what I'm doing, if that's on, I watch it. I never saw it. Shut up. I never saw it. Shut up. I never Are you saw serious? it. I'm serious. Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> uh, that's we're doing that on Patreon. What year did that come out? I don't know. I never saw it though. Oh my god, it's a, it's based on a Stephen King story. Well, I know that. What's our time? Tell us what our time frame is. Tell me. Seventy-five to ninety-five. Ninety-four. We're Perfect. doing it. It's it's coming up next. <laughs> I thought we were doing Titanic next. No, no, no. Oh, I mean not... on Patreon. Oh yeah, we have to no. do it on Patreon. We're doing Shawshank oh. Redemption. Okay. It's the greatest movie. All right. I mean, I could I the could greatest. say that one. From memory. 
Amy's just going to recite it. Tim Robbins, Morgan Freeman. Oh, God, it's so good. All right. right. So you heard it here first, guys. In May, Patreon, Shawshank Redemption. We're also doing two more episodes of Golden Girls. So look for that stuff. Sign up in the show notes. Um, Next episode coming at you on Monday, as usual. And join our Facebook group, the Mimi Bees. What kind of call to action sign up in the show notes? Go to the link in the show notes to sign up for Patreon. Sign up in the show notes. You said sign up in the show notes. (laughs) What are they doing there? Okay. Hang out in the show notes, guys. (laughs) Guys, come at me with an appropriate punishment for Jenny as to why she should never admit to anyone that she never saw Shawshank Redemption. How are you on this earth? All right. Here's me, like, admitting to everyone live on air that I never saw Shawshank Redemption. What is the appropriate punishment? Come at us and let us know. Do I have to go to prison now? Ironically, you have to go to Shawshank. <laughs> Jenny, do you remember how obsessed I was with Morgan Freeman and Lean on Me? Yes. Oh my God. She was so obsessed with him. I love him so much. All right, guys. So thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.